Our first scripture reading this morning is from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You may freely eat of every tree in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. The second reading is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. But Jesus said to him, Again, it is written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Holy God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. So on Sunday mornings, I have about a 20-minute drive from my house to the church, and I like to have a song that I either sing to myself in the car, I'm sure passers-by are like, that lady is crazy, or that I listen to, um, that connects to my sermon. It's sort of my prayer, my preparation as I come um, to church for the morning. So today it was in the garden. I didn't sing it in my car. I found a Johnny Cash version that was like honey to the ears. It was really great. 
In the garden, it was my granddaddy's favorite hymn. I know it was the favorite of many, and also the favorite of a beloved Wash Park UNC UMC member that passed on to the great cloud of witnesses a few years ago. Do you remember Gladys Blair? Gladys, she'd sit right up here, often with her son, her son, her husband John, until he passed away. And then often you would see her sitting with Jimmy Smurz. Um, Jimbo would join sometimes. She loved being in church. Now, she now, lived she over at Brookdale, Brookdale, at least most of the years that I knew her. And before COVID, um, and before I was kind of kicked out, I used to go over to Brookdale once a month and lead a worship service there. And I would pick two different hymns to sing, one at the beginning, one at the end of our little worship service. And I would usually ask for suggestions. And Gladys would always open up one of the old hymnals. They had had them. I probably, probably donated, donated there years, years before. before. And in and the, the front, front, she had, had pasted, pasted this, this, this is not it, this is a picture somebody drew from you. From she, she had pasted in the garden, garden. Because, because it was, it was not, not actually in the hymnal, hymnal version that she had. And she had in every single one of those, like 40 hymnals or whatever, pasted in the garden. She'd just open it and point to it. This one was her favorite. <laughs> One day during uh, the COVID shutdown, when the Brookdale residents were isolated in their own rooms for months and months and months on end, Gladys and I were talking on the phone. And she said, I won't be making it back to church. And I said, oh, I hope that's not true, Gladys. And she said, no, I know. I know. I've been listening. And apparently, and apparently she, she heard right. right. And, and we, we celebrated, celebrated Gladys's Gladys life, life in April 2021. Now, as I think back on uh, my conversations with Gladys, especially in those last months, she started to repeat herself a lot. And sometimes she said things that were just maybe a little silly or didn't quite make sense. And so I suppose when she said to me, I've been listening, I assumed she meant she was listening to her body or to the doctors or to her kids. Or she could have meant something else altogether. We have entered the season of Lent, our 40-day journey from Ash Wednesday to Easter. And by the way, we had Ash Wednesday on Wednesday. And it was snowy and cold, and I didn't think anybody would come. And we had over 50 people eating pancakes and over 60 in the service. So way to observe Ash Wednesday, friends. According to umc.org, Lent is a season of 40 days, not counting Sundays, which begins on Ash Wednesday and ends on Holy Saturday, actually. Lent comes from the Anglo-Saxon word lengthen, which means lengthen, and refers to the lengthening days of spring. The 40 days represents the time Jesus spent in the wilderness, enduring the temptation of Satan and preparing to begin his ministry. So I have two scriptures today, two that Nancy read so beautifully. Thank you, Nancy. 
The story of Eve and Adam in the garden having been given directions to freely eat from any tree in the garden. Oh, except for that one. And the story of Jesus in the wilderness. And we are challenged with a question. Who do you listen to? Who will you listen to? Now, we know who Adam and Eve listened to, even without hearing that part of the scripture, the story's kind of long. We can see in our mind's eye that slippery snake, right? Slithering into the presence of Adam and Eve, whispering in their ear, telling them to eat. What harm would befall you? And we are given a very succinct, compact, pretty story about the origin of good and evil, right and wrong, righteousness, and sin. In her commentary on this scripture, Reverend Danielle Schroyer says, quote, in the ancient world, snakes were a symbol of transformation. Kind of sounds like what Ms. Sherry was talking about except with a butterfly. Snake venom held the possibility of both poison and medicine. Our human story begins in the crux of the same paradox of possibility. As the first humans embark into the fertile field, God has prepared for them." End quote. And so Adam and Eve make a choice. And even, and even though they, they did, did not, not physically, physically die, die upon eating the forbidden fruit, they, they did, did choose poison instead of medicine. medicine. And their, and their innocence, innocence is lost, and they are thrown out of the Garden of Eden into a life of work and struggle. Reverend Schroyer writes, quote, many years later, this same choice comes to Jesus, and he wanders in the wilderness. Will he use his gifts as a parlor trick or as a sacred balm? Will he use his glory for fame or for peace? Will he use his power for domination or for justice? Jesus shows us the way by choosing medicine every time, end quote. Choosing medicine every time, choosing that which gives life, not to take it away. Now, how many of you do something like this? I'm going to get, um, I'll keep my guess to myself. Maybe you do something like this. When you're, when you're driving, driving and you've, you've got, got the radio, radio on, maybe, maybe there's, there's some, some music blasting like Johnny Cash, Cash. you've got, got some talk radio on, or you're streaming a podcast or something like that. If you've got, got passengers in the, in the car, they're, they're probably, probably talking, talking, chatting, and there's, and there's noise, noise around you. But as, as you end the end, near the end of your destination, destination and you're trying, you're trying to find your final turn or look for a parking spot, you need to turn the radio off and everybody needs to stop talking, right? It's, it's really, really not that, that you're listening, listening for the right, the right turn, turn or the right, right parking spot, spot, but sometimes, sometimes we need to tune out the cacophony of sound, sound around, around us, us 
to tune, to tune in, into, into what, what is, is really important. important. I have a, I have colleague, a colleague who tells, who tells a story of really struggling with what to do in his life. He was, he was at, at a job that he hated, he was miserable. The position of youth director came open at the church he had attended at the time, and his wife kept elbowing him in the ribs every time it was announced, you should apply for that. He wasn't sure it was, wasn't full-time, and if he really wanted to make a career out of ministry, he'd have to go back to school, and he just didn't know. It was a huge change and risky. And, and lots, lots of people had opinions, had opinions about what, what he should do. do. Stick, Stick it out, out some people, people said. Stick, Stick it out on your current job. job. Keep you moving through it. it. Take, Take a, a risk, risk, said others. You'd be awesome. Do, do both, both, said his mom, mom not, not wanting them to move back, back into her house. house. He had been, been roped, roped into going on a youth camp experience, and one night while out in the wilderness with the campfire going, and the songs having died out, the group sat in silence, looking up through the trees at the stars. And he listened. And he heard something. Not in words, not in sounds, but in his heart. A go for it kind of feeling. And the day he got back from camp, he applied, he applied for the job, job. and he got, he got it. it, and he got, he his, got master's his master's divinity, divinity. and he is he a is powerful, powerful pastor, pastor in our conference, conference today. today. It was it to was the to prophet, prophet Elijah in 1 Kings that God said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not on the wind. And after, and after the wind, wind an earthquake, earthquake, but the Lord was, was not in the earthquake. And, and after, after the earthquake, earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And God's voice spoke to him. Who will you listen to? How will you hear? Are you ready to hear? Have you been listening? He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet the birds hush their singing and the melody that he gave to me And he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.